Ten Things We Did and Probably Shouldn't Have Read by Britt D. Saturday, March 28th The morning after I bolted awake A siren The police were outside my house Ready to arrest me for underage partying Excessive flirting And an overcrowded hot tub But wait My brain turned on No, not the cops Just my phone My dad's ringtone Which was even worse I rummaged around the futon No phone Instead, I felt a leg A guy's leg A guy's leg flung over my ankle A guy's leg that did not belong to my boyfriend Oh God, oh God What did I do? Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. Upstairs. The siren ring was coming from upstairs. The main level of Vi's house. Maybe I should just go back to sleep. No. Phone ringing. In bed. With not my boyfriend. I managed to get myself out of the futon without disturbing him. And, um, where were my pants? Why was I in bed with a guy who was not my boyfriend without any pants? At least I had underwear on and a long-sleeved shirt. I looked around for some pants. The sole item of clothing within grabbing distance was Vi's red dress that I wore last night for the party. That dress was trouble. I ran up the stairs bare-legged. At the top... I almost passed out. It looked like a war zone. Empty plastic cups littered the wooden floor. Half-eaten tortilla chips were planted in the shag area rug like pins on a bulletin board. A large blob? Punch beer? Something I'd be better off not identifying? Had stained the bottom half of the pale blue curtain. A white lace bra hung from the four-foot cactus. Brett was in surfer shorts, face planted on the couch. He was using the purple linen tablecloth as a blanket. Zachary was asleep in one of the dining room chairs, wearing an aluminum foil tiara on his lolled back head. The patio door was open, and a puddle of rain had flooded the carpet. Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. Phone was louder. Closer. But where? The kitchen counter? The kitchen counter! Nestled between a saucer of cigarette butts and an empty bottle of schnapps, I dove toward it. Hello? Happy birthday, princess, my dad said. Did I wake you? Wake me? I asked, my heart thumping. Of course not. It's already... I spotted the microwave clock across the room. 9.32. Good, because Penny and I are on our way to see you. Terror seized me. What does that mean? My dad laughed. We decided to surprise you on your birthday. It was actually Penny's idea. Wait, for real? Of course for real, 
Surprise! My head was spinning, and I felt like vomiting. And it wasn't just because of the many, many, definitely too many glasses of spiked punch I had consumed last night. My father could not see this place. No, no, no. Oh, God. I'd violated 110% of my dad's rules. The evidence was all around, mocking me. This wasn't happening. It couldn't happen. I would lose everything if, after last night, I had anything left to lose. I took a step and a tortilla chip attacked my bare foot. Ow! Mother freaking crap! That's great, Dad, I forced myself to say. So, where are you exactly? Did your plane just land? Please let them still be at the airport. It would take them at least an hour to drive here from LaGuardia. I could make this house look presentable in an hour. I would find some pants. Then I would toss the bottles and cups and cigarette butts and vacuum the tortilla chips and maybe the bra. Maybe even Brett and Zachary. Nope. We just drove through Greenwish. We could be... We should be in Westport in 20 minutes. 20 minutes? There was groaning from the couch. Brett flipped onto his back and said, It's seven freezing in here. April, there's not a boy over, is there? My dad asked. I sliced my hand through the air to tell Brett to shut the hell up. What? No. Of course not. Vi's mom is listening to MPR. We just passed the Rock Ridge Country Club. Looks like we are making better time than I thought. We'll be there in 15 minutes. Can't wait to see you, princess. You too, I choked out and hung up. I closed my eyes, then opened them. Two half-naked boys in the great room, one in a tyra, more half-naked boys in the bedrooms, empty liquor bottles and trashed cups, and Vi's mom, nowhere in sight. I was a dead princess. Ten Things We Did and Probably Shouldn't Have Read by Britt D. Saturday, March 28th, the morning after. I bolted awake. A siren. The police were outside my house, ready to arrest me for underage partying, excessive flirting, and an overcrowded hot tub. But wait. My brain turned on. No, not the cops, just my phone, my dad's ringtone, which was even worse. I rummaged around the futon. No phone. Instead, I felt a leg, a guy's leg, a guy's leg flung over my ankle, a guy's leg that did not belong to my boyfriend. Oh God, oh God, what did I do? Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. Upstairs. The siren ring was coming from upstairs. The main level of Vi's house. Maybe I should 
just go back to sleep. No. Phone ringing. In bed with not my boyfriend. I managed to get myself out of the futon without disturbing him. And, um, where were my pants? Why was I in bed with a guy who was not my boyfriend without any pants? At least I had underwear on and a long-sleeved shirt. I looked around for some pants. The sole item of clothing within grabbing distance was Vi's red dress that I wore last night for the party. That dress was trouble. I ran up the stairs, bare-legged. At the top, I almost passed out. It looked like a war zone. Empty plastic cups littered the wooden floor. Half-eaten tortilla chips were planted in the shag area rug like pins on a bulletin board. A large blob? Punch beer? Something I'd be better off not identifying? Had stained the bottom half of the pale blue curtain. A white lace bra hung from the four-foot cactus. Brett was in surfer shorts, face planted on the couch. He was using the purple linen tablecloth as a blanket. Zachary was asleep in one of the dining room chairs, wearing an aluminum foil tiara on his lolled back head. The patio door was open, and a puddle of rain had flooded the carpet. Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. Phone was louder. Closer. But where? The kitchen counter? The kitchen counter! Nestled between a saucer of cigarette butts and an empty bottle of schnapps, I dove toward it. Hello? Happy birthday, princess, my dad said. Did I wake you? Wake me? I asked, my heart thumping. Of course not. It's already... I spotted the microwave clock across the room. 9.32. Good, because Penny and I are on our way to see you. Terror seized me. What does that mean? My dad laughed. We decided to surprise you on your birthday. It was actually Penny's idea. Wait, for real? Of course for real. Surprise! My head was spinning, and I felt like vomiting. And it wasn't just because of the many, many, definitely too many glasses of spiked punch I had consumed last night. My father could not see this place. No, no, no. Oh, God. I'd violated 110% of my dad's rules. The evidence was all around, mocking me. This wasn't happening. It couldn't happen. I would lose everything if, after last night, I had anything left to lose. I took a step and a tortilla chip attacked my bare foot. Ow! Mother freaking crap. That's great, Dad, I forced myself to say. So, where are you exactly? Did your plane just land? Please let them still be at the airport. It would take them at least an hour to drive here from LaGuardia. 
I could make this house look presentable in an hour. I would find some pants. Then I would toss the bottles and cups and cigarette butts and vacuum the tortilla chips and maybe the bra. Maybe even Brett and Zachary. Nope. We just drove through Greenwich. We could be... We should be in Westport in 20 minutes. 20 minutes? There was groaning from the couch. Brett flipped onto his back and said, It's seven freezing in here. April, there's not a boy over, is there? My dad asked. I sliced my hand through the air to tell Brett to shut the hell up. What? No. Of course not. Vi's mom is listening to MPR. We just passed the Rock Ridge Country Club. Looks like we are making better time than I thought. We'll be there in 15 minutes. Can't wait to see you, princess. You too, I choked out and hung up. I closed my eyes, then opened them. Two half-naked boys in the great room. One in a tyra. More half-naked boys in the bedrooms. Empty liquor bottles and trashed cups, and Vi's mom, nowhere in sight. I was a dead princess. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.